The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And good evening, one and all, and welcome to the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction, and fiction is truly reality. And the Exxon comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Mutual Broadcast Network, and Talkstar. Radio Network. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at com, And for all the programming we have available for you, 24-7-365, visit www.xzbn.net. This hour, my favorite subject, angels. And joining me is Lucinda Gabriel, a civil engineer by profession, who decided to follow her soul's calling to write, teach, and inspire. Now a best-selling author, speaker, and respected medium, she is also a certified Reiki master. She studied angel therapy with the best-selling author Doreen Virtue, as well as advanced mediumship with renowned medium Lisa Williams. She has three books published in French. Her best-selling book, How to Talk to Angels, has recently been published in English. For more information about Lucinda, visit her website at Lucinda Gabriel. Dot com And Lucinda, welcome back to the Exxon. Great having you with us again. Well, thank you, Rob, for having me. It's my pleasure. My gosh, you have now three books. Your book, uh, How to Talk to Angels, is now being translated into English. Where do you find the time? I mean, besides being a professional civil engineer, <laughs> you, you're doing everything else. How well, do you I'm do it? Well, I'm no longer working as, a, as an engineer. I, uh, I left my government job uh, four years ago, Rob. Oh, my gosh. And so I've been doing this full time for the last four years. And uh, so traveling a lot, teaching mm-hmm. a lot. And, uh, and I'm just starting to get more online. So I'm setting up some online courses. Um, Excellent. So, yeah, it's very exciting. Where do you find your your expertise is most being called by the public? Is it with Reiki? Is it with angels? Is it as a medium or all three? I would say mostly with angels. Uh, I don't really do a whole lot with Reiki anymore. I was mm-hmm. teaching for the lo- for a long time. I taught Reiki for about 10 years. Yes. And I would say for the last four years, I've been mostly focused on angels and teaching other people how to connect with their own angels and also how to do angel readings. So, I, you know, that seems to be what most people want to know. Now, let me ask you this question for the listeners who may be joining us for the first time as our networks have grown since you and I were last uh, together. How would you describe or what would you say the angels are? That's an excellent question. Uh, To me, the angels are messengers of God. I believe that God, you know, you can call it God, universe, everybody might have their own name for it, Mm -hmm. but... Uh, we have these helpers that are with us. So we have angels, we have guides, we have what, what I call an entourage. You know, we're really not alone. And this entourage is really there helping us on our path. And angels are just like a part of that entourage that we have with us. And to me, uh, the angels bring us resources. Like each one of these people or spirits mm-hmm. what, that, we, that we have in our entourage as their own specific purpose. Like guides 
guide us on our path. And angels bring us things that we need, like resources. And uh, and so there's there's also like ascended masters, there's archangels. So depending on what we need, what our wants are, um, you know, we ask different ones. Like we can always, to me, I always ask God anyway. Sure. And and I know that God is going to answer me through the angels. So so that's why I believe they're there. They're like messengers, and they they bring us guidance. How does one establish the relationship with angels? Because, I, you know, not everybody has had the opportunity to actually have interactions with an angel. In fact, I would say most of the people, you know, are, are on the borderline whether or not they believe in angels or not. So, so how, do, how do those who really want to have a relationship with angels, how do they get one? Well, you know, I think that's another excellent question because, you know, um, the people that read my book, mm-hmm. they will understand that. And that's why I wrote the book. Because, you know, between my, like, 20s, early 20s and mid-30s, um, I felt that there was something greater than me that was guiding me in my life. You know, like, I always was at the right place at the right time. I could see the synchronicity. Uh, big word, yeah. Yes. And, like, this, it was very big there in my life. And so... You know, like if I was stuck somewhere in the fog for four days, mm-hmm. I knew in my heart that God kept me there for something. It was something I needed to discover, figure out, or pick up, or you know what I mean? Yeah. And and I and I could see like there was something magical in, at play in my life. And there were times where I heard voices, I saw visions, and not big things, like just little things. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I heard a voice in my head saying one day, you know, wouldn't you like to go to university? And it was just kind of like most people would think, well, that was just a thought. But it was like very clear to me, like it was a very clear thought, not something that I was thinking because it was a it was like a proposal, a question that it was asking me. And so all these things happen until like one day, probably I was what, but 33, something like that. And I was having a hard time and I was praying to God and I said to God, I'd like, look, there's got to be more to life than this. Yes. So, you know, dark night of the soul kind of thing. And, and that's when I discovered Doreen Virtue and I went to study with her and everything fell into place. And when I learned about the angels, well, that's when I understood that all my life, all these little things that were happening, the synchronicities, the messages that I was getting, uh, you know, the little visions or prompts that I had, like I knew, for example, I was meant to go to university, like everything fell into place for me to be there. So all these things I understood were the angels guiding me on my path. So I believe that everybody is experiencing this, they just don't recognize it for what it is, they don't know what it is. And what I found really amazing was that when people started reading my book, and like even close friends of mine that have never thought about angels and they only read the book to please me, you know, because like they know me. So they mm-hmm. read the book and guys, you know, that I'm talking about. And when they started reading the book, they, they, they texted me or called me and said, wow, I've lived this. You know, the angels have been with me, too, because I've experienced what you were talking about. And so it made them realize that the angels have always been there with them. Have you ever seen an angel? I can't say that I have. Not physically with my, right. uh, you know, like I would see you, for mm-hmm. example, or I would see another person. It's like um, an image that I have in my head. Right. And so if I was doing a reading with you and, um, you know, my eyes open or close, mm-hmm. I would have a vision of what your angel would look like. You know, or does look like. So that's the way it works for me. But I know people that I've seen them. And, you know, I have a lady working with me right now, actually, on my fourth book in French. And um, so she she studied with me, but she saw angels like since she was like three and four years old. And she could really see them like she sees me and you. Right. And she paints them. And she's like an amazing painter as well. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, like, those people are extremely rare. So even though I haven't seen them like that, it doesn't take away from my faith, my belief in them. Like I know they exist. I've yeah. had so much proof. And 
you know, I have to tell you a wonderful story. Uh, the last time I was on, uh, you know, a year ago, mm-hmm. um, one of your listeners uh, contacted me afterwards and told me that, you know, he heard me on your radio show. And uh, basically he was saying that, you know, he was atheist, didn't believe in anything. And it was just like, you know, listening to your show, kind of like, you know, trying to figure out what's out there. Sure. And he was very intrigued by our interview. So he bought my book. Excellent. And it. And in the beginning of the book, you know, I tell people, like, just ask the angels to say, look, if you really, really, really exist, like mm-hmm. Lucinda says, show me a sign. And you can ask for something specific or you could just say, show me a sign. So he did that. And immediately he received an email, like within a couple of hours or something. And it was his aunt that sent him an email. And there was a song attached about the angels. So, wow. like, he... He knew, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, we never talked about angels before. And all of a sudden, there's this email talking about angels. Uh, so anyway, that's that's really the way it works. If people just ask, ask for a sign. Say, look, if you're really, really here. Somebody wrote me yesterday, actually, and uh, a lady, and she said that she asked her angel. She said, look, if you're really, really there, she said, it seems mm-hmm. to me, you know, I really like a sign. And if you could show me like a, just big, a, a big pile of feathers, she said. <laughs> I would really believe if you showed me a big pile of feathers. All right, we're going to have to take a little bit of a cliffhanger here because I have to go for my first break. Lucinda Gabriel is our special guest. We're talking about hours, and Lucinda is the author of How to Talk to Angels. Her website is lucindagabrielle.com. And we'll both be back as we finish off the cliffhanger of the amount of feathers. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. Gwilda Wiak's latest book, The Science of Magic, Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is the first book in a series based on her writings that open every episode of the Science of Magic radio show. Drawing on the subject matter of each guest, and armed with over 40 years' experience in shamanism, 35 years in alternative health, and degrees in psychology and religious studies, Gwilda introduces relevant and leading-edge information that supports spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Rich with wisdom and inspirational quotes packaged in digestible segments, This is a book that will pull you from cover to cover. It will also serve as a daily inspirational reading for years to come. The Science of Magic Book of Mysteries, Volume 1, is available at our website, tsompublications.com, amazon.com, and wherever fine books are sold. Back in Victorian England, a famous theologian posed a perplexing riddle. Why are the two top personalities in the Bible tagged with the numbers 7 and 11? Academics agree the answer is found in the stunning discovery of a hitherto secret Bible structure explained in a new book called The Genesis Grid. The discovery is so simple that preschool children could illustrate it. Certain claims are hugely controversial and may offend some, but at the X-Zone, we've studied this awesome new book and agree with one expert, and I quote, These discoveries appear to be beyond coincidence. So who or what hid this wonderful pattern in the Bible, and what might they do next? Find out more, X-Zone Nation, and read reviews on www.genesisgrid.co.uk. That's www.genesisgrid.co.uk.
Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. My special guest uh, from La Belle Provence is a good friend that we've had on the show before. Her name is Lucinda Gabriella, and uh, we're talking about angels this hour, my favorite topic, because I believe in angels. Having been a first responder in the police force and, you know, uh, working with firefighters and paramedics, there have been many things that that I have been witness to that cannot be explained except for one very simple reason. Angels, guardian angels, they're with us. There is no doubt in my mind. And it's uh, so great for me to have Lucinda with me to, uh, to share these stories. Uh, Lucinda, before we went to the break, we were talking about this lady who asked for a sign, uh, something to do with feathers. Yes, yes. This lady studied with me, and mm-hmm. uh, so she works with angels. But, you know, sometimes we, we want to have more more proof. You know, we're like sure. that sometimes. And so she was saying to the angel, she's like, you know, I really want to like you for you to confirm that you're with me. So she said, show me like a pile of feathers, and then I'll believe, you know. Right. So she went to bed. Mm-hmm. And she woke up the next morning, and her bed was covered in feathers. And what happened was she had bought some feathers, uh-huh. and she was making um, bookmarks with them. Yeah. And her cat, during the night, got into the feathers and had brought these feathers all onto her bed. So when she woke up in the morning, oh, her bed was just full of this feathers that she had. And so, like, she started laughing because, mm-hmm. you know, there was her sign. That's what she asked for. And even though it was the cat that brought them, you know, probably, uh, it's still the sign that she asked for. What has been the most prophetic story that you've heard? A story that has touched your heart after someone has read your book, an angel story? Wow, that's an excellent question. Uh, hmm. I'd have to go back to your listener last year. Yeah. That's that's one of the ones that sticks it the most with me, because like I said, he mm-hmm. was a, an atheist and he didn't he didn't even know about angels, yeah. didn't think about it, and all of a sudden he got this email from his aunt with a song about angels, and then after that he started talking to them, and asking them for guidance, and. Um, so he was he started to get some messages, mm-hmm. some ideas really that were coming to him. So he called me for a reading. Yes. And uh, we had a lovely reading and I said to him I said, you know, I said you're not happy with your work. And uh I said you you know you're supposed to be doing something else and I was getting it was about music. And so the angels were saying just do it, just do it. But the poor guy was working like 40, 50 hours a week and so tired by the time he got home he didn't have any inspiration left, you know. He couldn't you know, write a song yeah. after all that work. So, um, anyway, the angels gave him some wonderful ideas about, you know, just leaving the job, go work in a bar, make some good tip money, and you'll make as much in a few days as you would in a week at your regular job. And so he called me up one day and he told me, yeah, you know, I, he said, I just had to call you. He said, I just left my job. He was so excited. And he said, uh, he got in his car and, uh, right after he gave his notice, mm-hmm. And he turned on the radio, and there was a song, and the song was saying, you know, don't worry, like, we're with you. And, like, he just filled up, he just knew Hmm. in his heart that he was being guided. And for me, coming from a man especially, because, you know, most people that follow me or read my books are women, and women are really open to this. So for this guy to go from being atheist to discovering the angels, and within a couple of months, having the courage to leave his job and transform his life and follow his passion. Like, to me, that was just phenomenal. Are you finding that, uh, that there are more and more men who are, who are sharing w- the stories with you? Because, you know, it, we get told that this is the new age, the, the dawning of the new age, that their hearts are going to be opening. And, you know, I, I don't, I've never thought of anything wrong with a man showing showing his affection my kids told me that i always wear the my heart on my sleeve and i take that <laughs> as a great compliment uh, so what's wrong with a guy showing um compassion or believing in angels or 
I'm sure when the guy was a kid, he believed in Santa Claus. So why not believe in angels? Absolutely. I agree with you. And I think that that most women today look for men or, you know, would like to find a man that is even somewhat open to, you know, spirituality, angels, you know, call it miracles, magic, or, you know, that there's something greater than us because a lot of men are, you know, intellectual, they're in their mind. If they, if they can't see it, they, they won't believe it. You know, if it's not concrete and, uh, and, and some of them have to hit a wall or live something really difficult before they stop and, you know, pray to something or think about that, the fact that there might be something greater than them. And that's unfortunate. It truly is. It truly is. Now, as a medium Mm -hmm. and an angel reader, are, are they one and the same or when you're doing, uh, when you're doing or communicating as a medium, do the angels help you or do they stay away from that part of the, of the of the help that you supply people. No, they they uh, they do help me. Uh, for example, I did a reading just uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, it was a you know a young woman that passed away. She was seventeen. Wow. And she, yeah, it was it was a heartbreaking because she mm-hmm. uh, she had a heart transplant exactly a year ago, and on Christmas Day. Oh gosh. And this year she died just before Christmas, and her, her mother was devastated. So it was very difficult, and um, so I did this reading for her mother, and so she came through, you know, bringing her messages, but the angels were also there guiding her, giving her strength, and bringing messages as well, because in a situation like that, which I found really interesting, um, is, you know, this young girl, like, for example, she's only 17. She just passed away a month ago. She doesn't have all the knowledge, the mm-hmm. wisdom, you know, to be able to re- really help her mother get through the the grief, yes, the grieving process. So that's why the angels came in and supported her and, and me to bring the appropriate messages that her mother needed to help her, you know, live through this process of grieving. So I found that fascinating. So, yeah, the angels do come in. Now, using the example of the listener who bought the book, who was an atheist, how does one's religious beliefs uh, work with angels. If if somebody is involved with a religious philosophy that does not include angels, and I, I really don't know if there are any, but let's say so. <laughs> let's see let's say there is. Mm-hmm. Would the angels still help them if they if he if they ask for his help their their help? Absolutely, the angels are always mm-hmm. with us, whether we believe or not, and. They can only help us if we ask, because we have free will, and and you know that that's uh, that's sad in a way sometimes because you know sometimes we have to really you know hit our head hard yeah. before we ask for help, but uh, but yeah the angels can't really help us unless we ask. So if even well, what about a guardian angel? You know, uh, yes. It, well, in that case, it's different. Uh, you know, like if you're talking about if there was an accident mm-hmm. or, you know, if, if it was something that was dangerous yeah. and we were about to have an accident that we, sh- we don't need to have um, or, you know, that we could possibly die, you know, in a car accident or something like the angels, if it's not our time, they mm-hmm. will be there and they will scream in our ears and tell us to stop or turn or or something to to shake us up and wake us, wake us up out of that situation. How many different types of angels are there? Uh, that's an excellent question. Uh, there are many different types of angels. I mean, there's archangels yeah. and thrones, and and I I can't even name them all out wow. to you because it's not exactly what I study. Um, I'm more I'm more focused in like generally to help people connect with their angels or guides or whatever what they want to call it. Right. To me, that's more important than putting a name on it. Well, don't angels, the different angel categories, for example, guardian angels, archangels, yeah. uh, cherubims, uh, don't they each have different jobs? They do. They do have different jobs. 
And the ones that I work with mostly is like our personal guardian angels, right. the ones that are with us that are um, bringing us messages mm-hmm. and guiding us in our on our path. Right. And uh, the archangels. So when I do a reading, for example, it's always the archangels that come in. Oh, I see. Because, um, you know, for example, Raphael will mm-hmm. always tell me in the beginning what's going on physically with a person. Because whatever's going on in our body is a very big indication of what we need to work on. And so we always start with that part of the body. So say, for example, if, um, you know, if I was doing a reading with you Mm -hmm. and I was getting that, uh, you know, you have some pressure around your heart or, you know, I feel headaches, uh, the angels will be telling me, well, it's because you're breaking your head about something instead of asking them for guidance you're trying to figure it out in your head and you're giving yourself a headache by doing that and a lot of people do that and uh you know and if i get feelings about a heart chakra for example Mm -hmm. you know some sometimes it's uh people that are not open to love or they have things on their chest that they're not getting off you know they have anger or unforgiveness and those are the things that are blocking us from being everything or everyone we're meant to be all right stand by my dear you and i have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour exo okay. nation lucinda gabrielle is our guest her website is lucindagabrielle.com and uh, we're talking about angels this hour and about lucinda's new book that's out in english how to talk to angels it's available on amazon.com and we'll be back on the other side of this break so don't go away Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. The scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old, relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State-certified occupational school, training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments, enabling international participation, and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365 Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, After the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. 
For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. So Nation, Lucinda Gabriella is our special guest. Her website is lucindagabriella.com. That's L-U-C-I-N-D-A-G-A-B-R-I-E-L.com. Where do angels come from? Where do angels come from? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's an excellent question, too. Uh, you know, like I was saying, angels are, are from God. Right. They're like a, a, an energy because everything is energy, really. Mm-hmm. You know, God is an energy, we are an energy, and the angels are an energy, and it's just a different vibration level. So we're all on different vibrational levels, and so that's what angels are. They're light, they're love, they're mm-hmm. vibration, and they're they're just on this vibration which is higher than ours, and which is, you know, more light and more love. What is the difference between an angel and a spirit guide? Well, an angel has never lived on earth before. And a spirit guide has. And um, I discovered while doing readings, you know, when I first started doing them about 15 years ago, the impression that I had was that angels are uh, often like a feminine energy. So it's the feminine part of who we are. So the qualities that the angels has, you know, like, so my angel has certain qualities and it's the same qualities that I have, or if I don't have them, mm-hmm. I meant to develop them. And that's why my angel is with me. And the guide is our masculine side. So whether it's a male or a female, they're always bringing us, um, qualities like strength and perseverance, um, courage mm-hmm. and, you know, so persistent so those kinds of qualities that are masculine and in order to develop those qualities we have to live on earth and that's what i found fascinating is that that's why the guide has come to earth because it's a person that lived here and that lived certain things similar to us developed these qualities and uh, when they crossed over to the other side they decided to help somebody else develop those qualities so that's that's the way I perceive them. Okay, so let's say the seventeen-year-old young lady who unfortunately passed away, and I can only I can only I can't imagine the pain and the sorrow mm-hmm. that the mother has gone is going through, especially at Christmas time. You know, God, Christmas, God bless yeah. her, and I'm glad the angels are with her and that they can give her as much comfort as they can in her time of grief. Is there any chance that this young lady of seventeen can become an angel? Well, that I, I I don't know. I, I have to be honest with you. Um, you know, are we all mm. going to become angels one day? I know that she she's going to work as a guide right. in the sense that uh, often mm-hmm. when, I, when I meet, you know, deceased people on the other side, they tell me what they're going to do. And, you know, what was supposed to be comforting for her mother was that, you know, I was getting the message from the angels and God saying that the reason why she had to leave is because she had a greater purpose on the other side. And her purpose is going to be to uh, welcome, you know, the, the, the children that are her age mm-hmm. that are living through similar illness, 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 illnesses. Accept that whenever they, they cross over. So I always find that fascinating that when the children cross over or anybody crosses over, actually, there's always a role for us to work on the other side and to help other people that are crossing over in, from like similar situations. When you've, been speaking, when, you've, when you've been speaking to people about angels, whether you're out uh, doing your books or, uh, or meeting people, uh, doing expositions or, or lectures and seminars, what type of questions do you usually get from the public? 
Well, a lot of the same questions that you were asking me, you know, uh, are they really with me? Are they really listening? And, uh, and you know, the biggest part, people tell me like, oh, I prayed and I prayed and I don't get any answers or, you know, like they, they feel like they're not getting the, the answers that they're looking for. But what I've come to realize too, and what the angels tell me is that everything, everything, everything in our lives are speaking to us. There's, like there's, it's impossible not to have a message. If you walk down the street mm-hmm. and you see a sign, it's probably speaking to you. There's probably something about that sign. If you see a license plate with something written on it, right. you know, there's a message on that. And if you bump into someone and you talk to them, mm-hmm. they probably have a message for you. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is speaking to us constantly. Do, so, we, do angels come to us in our dreams as well? They do come to us in our dreams. And it depends on on, on the people. Like some people have, you know, many dreams mm-hmm. about angels. Uh, but they, yes, they can come to us through our dreams as well. How about, you know, we we, we imagine angels as being these, these beautiful creatures, humanoids, with these beautiful wings and... Have you spoken to people who have seen angels? And and if they have, what is the description of the angels that they've given you? Well, it's exactly like you said. You know, there's different sizes. There's Mm -hmm. some that are larger, taller than others. And, uh, you know, they, they see the angel wings. And, you know, if we all did that, if we just closed our eyes... Mm -hmm. And we just asked our angels to present themselves to us. And if we could just let go, you know, get our mind out of the way for a second and just allow an image to come into our mind. And, you know, our ego is going to cry out and say, that's your imagination. Right. Well, yes, our imagination is what I call, you know, our our FaceTime, our Skype with, you know, the other world, the Mm -hmm. other side. So if we just allow it to come in, we'll see exactly what they look like. And whatever shows up in our imagination is exactly what they are. Exonation, Lucinda Gabrielle is my guest this hour. Her website is www.lucindagabrielle.com. And she is the author of How to Talk to Angels. It's, a, it's available now, I believe, in Amazon.com at Barnes and Nobles and Chapters and to go and all fine bookstores. What was your inspiration for writing How to Talk to Angels? Was it an angel that gave you the inspiration? Well, I um I knew like in my early 20s that I was I kind of had, you know, like that gut feeling. Yep. I just had this idea one day I was going to mm-hmm. write a book. And the book was going to be about the synchronicity and I was going to call it Grace. And it was going to be something like the grace of God. So anyway, life goes on and, you know, uh, time, you know, happens. And so when I did sit down to write, it was kind of funny how things happen. I went to Quebec City and um, I, I did a little mini conference, you know, at a friend's house. There was 12 people there. And one of the ladies there, she wrote a book. And so I was, you know, talking about her book. It's like, wow, this is a lovely book. So I showed it to everybody and 10 people bought her book at my little 12 people conference. And so the next day I was driving home and I was talking to the angels and the angels said, well, yes, they would have bought your book too if you would have wrote it by now. And I was like, okay, so what do you want me to write about? And as I asked the question, I was driving down the street on the boulevard and I passed this church and the church was called um, L'Église de Grâce, the, the Church of Grace. And I knew in that moment what it meant because I was going to write a book all my life about grace. Right. And I finally figured out that like grace was the angels. The angels mm. are the grace of God that he's given us. And so... I went home, and this was probably like, what, Tuesday or Wednesday? Yes. And Friday night, anyway, 
it was 11 o'clock at night and the angels are screaming at me in my ears. I can, I know they're there. I can feel their energy and they're saying, just sit down, just do it, just sit down, just do it. And so that's what I did. That's how it started. Truly fascinating. And the rest Mm -hmm. is history, as they say. Yes, yes. And I I was so well guided because I never would have imagined that, you know, I didn't even think about getting a publisher. I was going to self-publish and... You know, a couple of months later into the book, on another Friday night, the angels are saying, um, you know, you're going to Quebec City, you you have to meet this publisher. And so I just got a really strong, anxious feeling that I needed to sit down and write out a letter. So I sat down and the letter just started coming into my mind. Like I, I, I knew what the words were. So I just wrote it all out. Mm-hmm. And it was like really a kick-ass letter. It was really great. <laughs> And so the next morning I read it over and I put in my introduction and my uh, table of contents and I sent it. And within an hour, it responded, we're interested, come see us. Wow. It was magical. And the same thing happened when I found Llewellyn as a publisher in English. Right. It was a few years later. And one morning I woke up and I had this really strong feeling that they're saying today's the day, today's the day, you got to look for a publisher. And I had been looking every once in a while. So I open up the computer mm-hmm. and I type in spiritual publisher and Llewellyn just popped up on this list. And when I saw the word, the name, I just felt something like a flutter in my stomach and I just felt like an excitement. So I just knew like, okay, it's got to be this this company. And so um, I wrote, you know, my letter and my proposal was already done months ago so the following week... All right, we're going um, to have to have another little another little um, cliffhanger here because I've got to take my final break. Please stand by, Lucinda. Great talking to you again, and thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us tonight here on the Exo. Exo Nation, I'll be back in a couple of minutes with my guest as we wrap up this hour with Lucinda Gabrielle in the Exo. Don't go away. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Exxon radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, 
finds the locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From Out of the Woodwork, we'll take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. My guest this hour is Lucinda Gabrielle. Her website is www.lucindagabrielle.com. She is a civil engineer by profession, Exxon Nation, but decided to follow her, her soul's call to write, teach, and inspire. Now a best-selling author, speaker, and respected medium, she is also a certified Reiki master. She studied angel therapy with the best-selling author and a former guest of the Exxon, Doreen Virtue, as well as advanced mediumship with renowned medium Lisa Williams. She has three books published in French. Her best-selling book, How to Talk to Angels, has recently been published in English. And How to Talk to Angels can be found on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Chapters, Indigo, and in all fine bookstores. Once again, her website is www.lucindagabrielle.com. Lucinda, are the angels asking you to give me any messages? <laughs> That's a good question, Rob. Uh, let's see. Let's see what they might have for you today. I'm getting that you need to take it easy. And that um, you need to have balance in your life and do things that bring you more joy. Mm. So, yeah. And sometimes wintertime can be a difficult time, you know, to get out and stuff. But they're, yeah. they're really saying that you need to um, make time, carve out time to, to do something that's really fun, uh, family-oriented, and, uh, and certainly in nature would be wonderful for you. Well, that's great. Thank them very much for me. Mm -hmm. Is there one specific angel that you find is more popular or that works more with people than any other angel? I would say that it would have to be Archangel Michael. And, you know, when I tell people if there's one name that you want to remember, right. it's Michael. Because Michael is the uh, protector for one. So whenever we feel we need to be protected from other people's energies or, mm -hmm. you know, if we feel unsafe in any situation, whether it's uh, at home or at work or on the roads, we always call on the Michael to protect us. And Michael is also um, our, our main angel for our career and our life's purpose. So whenever we want guidance about that, you know, he's the, the angel that's there for that as well. Right. So I would say... That would be my go-to. You know how angels are are very po are very popular at Christmas time. You know, there's yes. the angels all over the place. You've got an angel on top of the Christmas tree representing the, you know, the angel Gabriel who came down to, um, you know, to to talk to Mary about the birth of Christ and so on. Yes. And and how the angels with the shepherds and so on and so forth. That Christmas spirit that we all get around Christmas could this be? the closeness of humanity to the angelic realm at that time and what we call Christmas spirit is actually angelic love? That that sounds very, very right. And, uh, you know, it's a time of year, mm -hmm. yes, where we're encouraged to, um, I think, sense the angels, but also to bring in, you know, the message of Jesus, which is, you know, to love one another and to care for one another. And so it's a, a time of year where, mm -hmm. yeah, the, the angels bring in all that love. So, uh, you know, it's, it's too bad that Christmas is not more all year round. Exactly. You know what I mean? It lasts a couple of weeks and then we go back to work and we forget about it. Can you imagine and, uh, what a great world this would be if we could just keep that Christmas spirit going all year long? It's exactly oh. that. That's exactly that. And that's what I try to bring to people. Mm -hmm. You know, through my book and through my uh, my Facebook pages, I write prayers uh, regularly. Uh, almost every day I'll share a prayer on Facebook to help people connect with the angels and to be in their heart, to be more loving towards themselves and towards others. And, you know, it's just taking yeah. that those few moments every day, like 
at the in the morning mm-hmm. to to be grateful and to connect with the angels and God, and at the end of the day to be grateful again, you know, thanking for the wonderful day we had, and also you know one thing that I find uh, that we've kind of lost over the years is just saying grace. Yes, that's you know? true. Yeah, and you know it's one of the things that my friends appreciate about me whenever I have them over for a meal, or if I even if I go their place, mm-hmm. sometimes in the restaurant. You know, I'll pray over my food and and they're like, oh, well, say it out loud. I want to hear what you're what you're saying. And they really appreciate that. And it just makes every moment special. It doesn't hurt to say thank you, does it? No, it certainly doesn't. And and the more we're grateful, the more mm-hmm. we receive. Tell me what tell our listeners what your Facebook page is. Uh, well, if you just look Lucinda Gabriel, uh, you'll find I have several different pages. Okay. I have a, a personal page, a French page, an English page. I have VIP groups uh, that anybody is welcome to join as well. And so in those groups, like I said, I, I share uh, daily prayers and uh, I have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And so once a week I put up a video and with an angel tip. So something... You know, the angels will say to us to help us connect better with them. So right. it's going to be, you know, for example, pray or meditate mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, how to open our clairs or something like that. What's the difference between a prayer and meditation? I, I've never understood that. Well, a prayer to me is when we have a conversation with God and the angels and we, you know, let them know what's in our heart and uh, we let them know what we need. So we're asking, we're talking with them Mm -hmm. and meditation is listening. So prayer is talking. Meditation is listening. So that's, yeah. And I do this every morning, you know, I'll sit Mm -hmm. down and I'll, I'll thank God and the angels for being in my life and I'll go through all the things that I'm grateful for I'll tell them what's in my heart, you know, and, and what I would like in my life or what I need. And then I'll I'll stop all that and I'll just start to breathe. And I try to clear my mind and 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 clear, you know, for like 5, 10, 15 minutes. And sometimes I'll have an idea during the meditation, but often it's going to be afterwards. Like I'll get up and I'll have my shower. And as mm-hmm. I'm getting out of the shower, ideas will come to me. Well, do this and do that. And, uh, you know, and like I was, I did a video once, uh, a few months ago, which was pretty funny because the angels told me, you know, I was praying, for example, for more abundance, you know, right. of course we all want more sure. abundance. We all need more money. And, uh, so when I was asking the angels about it, they said, well, we're giving you more abundance. You're getting an abundance of ideas of how to, you know, make money. Right. So it was kind of funny, like sometimes when you pray for something, you don't know how it's going to be answered, and often it's work. So, um, Well, I, I think no matter what it is in life, you have to work for it, because working for it gives you the satisfaction when you finally get it, that you have achieved this, and it, was, it wasn't handed to you on a silver platter, but you had to work, learn. Uh, you know, when you fall off a horse, to me, it's, uh, you know, you just get back on the horse and away you go. And a, a failure, there's no such thing as a failure in life. It's just a lesson. Yes. And, you know, it's, it, uh, you know, I don't know anybody who, who, who has been given that silver platter life who really can understand what life is about and appreciate it. But listen, with everything going on in the world today, how does how do the number of angels, the archangels, how do they take care of everybody? Well, they're multidimensional, you know, in the sense that if we all prayed to Michael, Michael's mm-hmm. energy can be with all of us. And it's the same thing as God's energy, as Jesus' energy, you know, they're not just one person that can only be there for one of us, they're there for all of us. And um, and I believe the the angels' energy is even more present than ever before. I feel there is a sense of urgency mm-hmm. for people to to wake up and to connect with you know the loving energy of the angels and you know any divine presence uh, that is from God, of course, you know their their guides and stuff, because you know things could go wrong and they probably will and it's just so much harder when you feel alone listen we've and got about a minute and a half left and i'm sorry for cutting you off but i'd also like you to tell our listeners about the courses that you're going to be offering 
Yes, well, I'm going to be doing a free uh, a free conference, how mm-hmm. to talk to angels. So it's going to be like an hour conference about my book, and I pretty well go over things that are, are in there, like how to connect with the angels, how the angels connect with you, what kind of signs can you expect, and uh, and how to manifest as well with the angels. So I'm going to go through that in a free conference, and so people can check on my website to see when that's going to be and sign up for that. And then afterwards, I'm going to be offering a three-hour workshop to really give you uh, tools Mm -hmm. to help you connect with your own personal angels. And it's a tool that you can use every day. And, you know, you you, you sit down for for 10 minutes a day and do this, and you'll be able to connect with them. And uh, so when I'm developing other ones, I have another course that I just did in French, which, which is Manifesting with the Angels, which was absolutely amazing. And uh, so a lot of my courses right now are, are in French because my biggest following is in French right now. But I'm, I am working on translating them in English. Listen, the time has come when you and I must say so long for now. But I, I thank you so much for coming on the show. Please come back again and visit us and keep the wonderful work that you're doing up. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And, and give our listeners your website address one more time, please. Yes, my site is lucindagabriel.com. So thank you, Rob, for having me, too. It was really a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. It's uh, like talking to an old friend. That's what we are, my dear. We're old friends. You take (laughs) care of yourself, and um, I look forward to the next time when you visit us back here in the X-Zone. Thank you. Bye-bye, Lucinda. Exonation. Nation, uh, Lucinda Gabrielle has been our guest, www.lucindagabrielle.com. Her books are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other retailers online and offline. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. 
You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.